Welcome to this week's Talking More Bollocks. Yeah, well, that makes sense. Right, so welcome to. So you heard the saying Talking More Bollocks. We're back. It's a bit messy. It's a bit jumbly. It's been a while. Um, what's up with you, mate? Just get us on track, Alan. That's the problem, yeah. You need the guide us here. Right? Me. Big cousin. Five weeks wasn't long enough, was it? <laughs> yeah, did I tell you about me uh, when I was on holidays on the safety map and drowning? Legit? Did I tell you about this? Yeah. No? Did I tell you about this? So, uh, when I was in Portugal there a few weeks ago, yeah, we went out on the boat for the day, all down the coast, you're on the fucking thing for hours, and you see all these cliffs and caves and all, yeah, grand, and then there's like this private beach you can only get at by boat. And I was like, oh, man, what's the story? His name's Gabriel, yeah? Every fella on the boat, their name was Gabriel. So, there was Portuguese Gabriel, Brazilian Gabriel, and Captain Gabriel, right? So he's like, just say Gabriel, someone and answer. I was like, Gabriel, what's the story? What are we doing? He's like, we're going to go up to the beach. We're going to chill out there for a few hours and have a barbecue. I was like, ah, oh, class. And then he goes, you can either swim to the beach or get the boat to the beach. So we're on a big catamaran. You got on a smaller boat and they bring it over. And I was like, grand. He goes, but one thing I have to warn you, people always get uh, overconfident with the distance. Yeah, he goes, because it is far. So he pulls up, I was looking at it. It's about 250 metres. I was like, yeah, it would be grand. So I, your man goes, yeah, off you go. Jump in the water. Grand got to the beach. But Amy's ma got in the boat. So Amy was going to swim. Amy's ma got in the boat. So it's the person on the beach and I look and the boat's pulling in. Amy's ma standing up on the boat waving. I was like, what's wrong? She's like, you're going to have to go back and get her. She's in trouble. I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. So I swam back out and I was like, yeah, all right. So Grant took her in. Amy jumped into the water, yeah? Into the lion that connects the anchor, the boy, you know, the floating yoke and the boat together. She jumped into that lion and she had a phone in a case a waterproof case around the neck and that all got caught. I was saying to her, I was like, you're not going to be able to make this you sugar in the boat. She's like, no, it'd be grand, I could swim that. She jumped into the stuff without hitting the water. So you saved into the line. No, she got out. She got out and made it back and I'm always giving the load. She's like, you knew she couldn't fucking swim. I was only messing. I'm only joking that she can't swim. Yeah, she can't swim. But I was only saying to her, I was like, she's not going to be able to swim. Don't mess with her. She's like, you fucking knew she couldn't swim. Why did you leave? I was like, she's 29. Like, do you know what I mean? I'm not a bleeding carer. So we're all there and we're chilling out and I says to Amy, look, I'll go back out with you. We'll go from the beach back out to the boat and I'll stay beside you and I'll make sure you're all right, grand. So we're swimming out, everything is grand, having the chats and there's two foreign fellas with me and they're not really talking much and uh, so it's me and Amy and now one foreign fella and he's, he's calling the other fella, he's like, you okay, you okay? I was like, what's your friend's name? Is he all right? And your man's like, oh, that's not my friend, I've never met him before. I was like, what the fuck are you swimming with him then? And I look back, and your man is struggling. Now, this fella is huge, yeah? Big Jew said he looked like Freddie Mercury if he's at me and Ben Dunn for six months, you know what I mean? <laughs> he was huge. And I was like, is he all right? And he's like, I don't know. So we're swimming, swimming, and boat goes past. And then another boat goes the other way, so there's a swell. And your man is screaming, ah, help, help. We're about 20 metres away from the boat, oh, and yeah, I could spit and hit the boat, right? The man tries to swim back to the beach. And I was like, oh, me bollocks. So I was like, what do I do here? I need Amy to get on the boat. Yeah, I need to make sure I'm all right. I need to, your man's going to bleed and take a banger here. So Amy gets up onto the boat. Yeah, takes a life jacket off some board. Throws it out to me. I had to swim back to your man. And I was calling him. I'm like, here, here. And he looked at me. I was like, relax. You calm down. I said, just follow me. Come to me. And your man is swimming over to me. Yeah, fuck the life jacket on him then. He put it on him. He had to drag him over to the boat. And he got up and he's starfished on the deck <laughs> of the boat. Right? And I was saying to Amy's man, I was like, he fucking nearly drowned. And she was like, ah, because I always wind that man up. And I was like, no, he nearly drowned. And Amy came up and was like, he nearly drowned, yeah. And then when I said, your man come up, and he's like, who saved me? You you saved me, thank you, thank you. And I was like, your man 
nearly drowned. And Gabriel from Brazil, Portugal, all the skip, I couldn't give a bollocks. They didn't ask anyone could they swim and they didn't try and save anybody. If I wasn't there, your man was going under. But 100%. that's your job. That is my job, right? And another Look, thing... Look, Roy Keane, you didn't know this. Here's, here's a little random fact for you. Calvin's a professional lifeguard. Fully qualified lifeguard. I think I've heard that before. But... The thing I want to say this as well that people are listening because it's a nice little safety message, yeah? If you see someone in trouble in the water, the last thing you do is get into the water, yeah? So you often hear like two people were drowned. Most of them cases is someone was drowning and one person tried to save the other and the two of them got into difficulty and drowned then. So what you're supposed to do is sometimes even simple things, shouting at somebody, so you're panicking, just shouting at someone so they get their orientation back and their bearings and they know, oh, I have to go that way. That can really help. So I just shout at him to come towards me, you know, like that. Throw something to them. Simple thing. You can throw them a, a ring, yeah, or a football. You have a football kicker out to them. And that'll flow. Get that to them. Then the last thing you do is get into the water to save them. So there's a nice little tip for us. But yeah, I'm on my holiday. I had to save somebody from drowning. My board nearly drowned. I had to save Freddie Mercury. On my flight over to Kill Sadassi, right? Terence had to save someone. Some board did take a banger on the flight. Did she? Oof. So but we... she one that was going around on Twitter. Damn, my motherfucker's not real. See that one? <laughs> no. Did you not see that video? No. This girl gets up, right? And she storms up to the top of the plane in front of everyone. She's like, I just want everyone to know that that motherfucker back there is not real. And everyone turns around, there's no one there. <laughs> and she gets off the plane. Oh, boys, that's mad spooky. Yeah, everyone. We don't everyone, see the comedian side of that. Yeah, everyone was going on. Everyone was going on about it. it was oh, a whole that's thing. A freaking me out. Whole thing, thing. Somebody come up to me and said, that cunt is in real and there was no one there. I'd be gone, boys. <laughs> what, what were you saying? What happened? Some boy took a banger, yeah? And then two people battered each other and another fella got robbed on one flight, a far off flight. How'd you get robbed on a plane? Where did the person go? So, apparently... <laughs> is, there like a, is there an airline that only people like you are allowed on or what's going on? <laughs> yeah, Con Air. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, so we got on the flight where I now I delayed. I, on the plane delayed, yeah, so I couldn't even have a smoke around. So I'm now without a smoke like, already. Then the flight is over four hours. And we were about 40 minutes into the flight and some board took a banger, boys, yeah? Serious, I'm not joking saying that. So everyone's screaming on the flight, all the people go down and see it while, yeah, sort it out. About an hour later, two fellas punch each other around on the flight, throwing digs all over the camera, right? And I was like, this is a little flight. So then, your man went for a nap. I'm not even afraid, I'm not even afraid. Because <laughs> it's shaking. It's the adrenaline. See, I, I don't know, your man must be used to it. Yeah, he just went for a kip. <laughs> but I bumped into him and killed him. That's yeah, me and Ryan. I'm Ryan Chester. What story would you cause a murder on the flight? And he says, yeah, some board spiked him, took a bag of sand on him. 800 quid, I think. On the plane? How we sky rocket. Yeah. Well, there you go. Bit mad, isn't it? That was a good flight. It, like, distracted me from needing a smoke. So the, the flight on the way home then must have been a letdown, was it? Oh, dude. Or a of anybody. Dude, it was like a library. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It was <laughs> That happened us going away. <laughs> Boys, we went to the boxing a year or two ago, yeah? And uh, John, because there was an odd number of us, so two were in one row and three boys were behind us. So we're random youngless episodes, but we're at the main drinking with him in the airport. And he was sitting there and having a laugh or whatever. But your man started saying stupid jokes and they were really like, inappropriate jokes and all about sex and stuff like that. And uh, so he was sitting on the edge, yeah. And the fella sitting on the other oil then shouted over, like, here, shut your fucking mouth, there's kids on the plane, yeah. And your man goes, 
who the fuck are you shouting at, yeah? He goes, I'll punch your fucking head in your man. goes, will you, yeah? You'd seen that when we land. And he's like, who's this fella think he is, boys? And we're all like, who the fuck are you with me? <laughs> I want to meet you in the airport. Send up strangers <laughs> on the plane and all, you know what I mean? But if we know the plane's now choked, Terry. Yeah, I forgot to tell you, your man was digging the window. That's like a Come section. here, did he get nicked when they landed? No, so we thought that uh, was going to have to pull in, yeah? Pull in that <laughs> Pull into that taxi rank there. I thought I was going to have to pull in. You get 20 grand flying for that, boy. Why did you get banned from flying? Yeah, man was digging the wind. And hell, what Trying happened? Trying to let us in. Did he not get nicked? I don't know what happened to him. I thought he like, zero yeah. tolerance on No, we got off the flight. I've seen a tweet the other day that this girl asked her a drink on Ryanair, yeah? And Ryanair are crafty little cunts. When they give you the drink, they open it and give it to you. They don't give it to you closed. So when you open it and give it to you, that means you have to pay for it. Right? So they open it, give it to you, what? And she goes, that drink is warm. Your one goes, I've no ice. And she goes, well, I'm not paying for the drink. And she goes, yeah, you'll have to deal with the police when we land. Seen a tweet now. Don't know how true it is. Didn't follow her up. But I'm just putting her out there. Just heard about the little old school trick on the old flights. You yeah. sit on one side of that one old shit and the other and I call her off and you dip the tray. Well, that as well. Yeah, that's a very common one. That still happens. That's not old school. But the old tap the old bank card message. Yeah. No signal in the sky. Yeah, not true. It's not true, is it not? I've heard that realm once or twice. Well, I'm just going to put my hand out to be slapped here. Any repercussion comes, it comes. I heard that as well, yeah? And I tried it. And John else someone told me, you can't go into an overdraft on Revolu. That's also a myth. So uh, we were going to Newcastle. I said, I'm going to try this one. There was a bottle of perfume there for €48 because you can't tap for more than 50 Tap there, no problem, yeah? Grand, come up on my Revolu. Right there, requesting 48 Me there laughing at them for a whole week to think three or four days you were requesting <laughs> laughing at them, yeah? At the end of the week, went into minus 48 <laughs> I was fucking fuming Hey I got me bought a bottle of perfume She didn't even like it She didn't even want it I just wanted to rip them You know what I mean yeah. That's how, that's my problem But yeah And anyways And one more thing Before we get into the questions Alan. You got fangirl at the live show But yeah he's mad Oh did you Yeah Did you yeah, yeah. What happened here You want to meet with her Sorry You have a wife Go on, <laughs> Go on. Uh, No she just came up And said Your own from the bonus episodes. She was like, nice to put a face to the voice. Yeah. I was yeah. only saying that, like, when people say to me, and about the bonus episodes, like, you own a Calvin. Yeah, I'm not like actually happy about how well these bonus episodes are going down, to be honest with you. Yeah, neither yeah. am I. People have pulled me, and like, do you know when people are like being nice and they put me, look, I have to tell you, and, all, and I was like, all right, I thought they were going to like, your podcast is shit. And I was like, oh yeah, they were like, your bonus episodes, I bet that. And I was like, right, what way do I take that now? You know what I mean? Come here. She actually well, pulled us on the way home. I meant to say it again. Driving home that night, she was like, yeah, playing Deloitte. I met Owen and all. <laughs> and I was like, she fangirled Owen. Yeah. I got accosted by another That's group. That's a great word. On uh, Accosted? The, the first show. Yeah. Group of women. Yeah. Oh. So I was walking. It was about two minutes before the show was about to begin. And I was walking out from backstage, walking back up towards the back where I was with the rest of the production team. And I hear people roaring, Owen, Owen. I turn around and it's this group of women. Go, yeah, how's it going? We're Terence's family. Drag me over. And they all go, are we your cousin? <laughs> Is that true? Yeah. How come you never told me that? Because you disappeared about 10 minutes after the show. <laughs> you left your cousin with your cousins. Yeah. Mm. So what was your family, was it? They were there early. Shock. No, it's been five minutes. They fully believed it though. What do you mean? They believed the truth, but obviously. They were DNA test. They fully believed that I'm related to them. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it comes through that, Mike, how you said, them. <laughs> Emphasis, there's an underline and all of oh, that. Oh, there's, there's everything to that. There's, that's in italics and all. They them. fully believe I'm related to them. 
That's really. <laughs> I think you're hearing what you want to hear. Can you not do a twenty-three? That's that persecution complex yeah. coming out again. Can you not do like one of those twenty-three me yokes now? And we just get to the bottom of this. You know, we're spitting the yolk and you tell you where you came from. I'm not doing that now. Why? Why? What's that? We spitting the same bottle? I'm not selling my DNA. It's being used, it's being bought by, you know, police departments, particularly in the US. They're what are you doing then? You doing, you doing some dodgy stuff then? Bad road. You're fucking hard, Terrence is cousin. Bad road for somebody <laughs> to I have something I want to talk about, boys. See, I'm in steel Cluxton. Terrence had to check his notes there. We're in trouble. Yeah, you stayed, yeah. Cluxton, boys, yeah. He's now the Dublin goalkeeper. He used to be my science teacher. Uh, this is nothing got to do with Cluxton, by the way. But I'm just thought I'd put that out there. Because he's the reason why I thought about it. See, in like science, boys, yeah. There's different words for everything. Like cold words. Do you get me? So H2O. Yeah. Right, and, but there's this for millions of things. Billions of things. Why do they switch them? Because it's two hydrogen molecules and one oxygen molecule. H2, two hydrogen, and then oxygen. So it's the chemistry makeup of the element water. Are you asking why they would call it water and call it H2O? Yeah. Because the day someone invented English, they would have given <laughs> it a name and that name would have been water. But that's before they knew about periodic elements or anything like that. And then when someone discovered that that's what makes up all of these things, then they would break it down and say, well, just trying to start the scientific smart. name is H2O. Yeah, smart. I thought you were just trying to bleed. Yeah, just be killed, look, do you get me? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I think it's a load of bollocks. Who's they in this situation? Just all them scientists and all, bro, because they're always up to something. <laughs> do you want a question? Hit me, Go on. Mark wants to know if you'd rather have three nipples or no belly button. Ah, uh, Mark. I'd have no belly button. I don't like how quick you answered that. Don't like belly buttons. I, I think three nipples looks poxy. Where's that nipple? Where's the third one? See, Mark hasn't specified. I know someone with three nipples. Really? I think I know two people with three nipples. I've never met a man. I wouldn't fight a man with no belly button. I think you look fresh with no belly button. If me and you, on a hot summer's day, took our tops off and had no belly button, and we're about to have a tussle and you with no belly You're button. You're just walking away. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm not fighting a man with no belly button, boys. But you fight a man with three nipples? Yeah. That's a man who has nothing to lose, Terry. He's an extra nipple. He doesn't give a fuck what you do with I know. Ew! It's a fact. You have to know this fact, right? So this is my fact of the week. If you spray links. I was going to say this. I'm not even going to say this. Right? Oh, I this in college this as well. Is a fact. This is not a primary or secondary school thing. Oh, in college. Fact. Yeah, I doubt he listens, but if he's out there, Adam Kennedy, who I went to college with, said this to me, and I looked at him like he was the biggest <laughs> fucking idiot I ever met. It's true. And one of the boys in the class was like, Yeah, you spray a can of links, for a whole can, 30 on seconds. Nipples, you can just flick her off. If you spray links on your nipple for 30 seconds, the whole flick it. fall off. It stick to them screens behind me. That's a true story. There's yeah, no, no way Dover's made that up on Do you yeah. get me? Yeah, that that would be impossible. I'm sick of you debunking our facts. Yeah, have you ever sprayed links on like your skin? For on your arm? Have you ever sprayed links yeah. on your arm too quick? Ripping that they get out of the shower and yeah. the burdens the paws out of you. You're telling me that wouldn't flick a nipple off? Go home and do it. Go home and, yeah, it's nonsense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just reading a quote from Men's Health Magazine looked into this. Oh, fuck. By the way, back in 2017, <laughs> so you're six years late with your nonsense, right? So, <laughs> Dr. Doctor, doctor Joshua Zeichner, who's I, direct, he's he's a a director of cosmetic and clinical research in dermatology real, at Mount Sinai Hospital, he said, basically, yeah, it could get very red and sore, but for it to actually fall off, 
it would have to go undergo tissue necrosis, which is the tissue would have to die. And he says there's just no way that's going to happen by spraying some deodorant. Are you confident enough to do that? I but wouldn't for the do listeners, it. I wouldn't do it because I wouldn't be losing the nipple. I'm not arsed doing that. Come here. Oh, what it, about your warts? Oh, they freeze warts. Never had a wart. All right. Don't think I've ever had a wart. What? What's wrong with you? What story with you? I had them on my hands. Don't be looking at me like that now. Not them having the warts. <laughs> I had a wart when I was about six on my hand and the doctor froze it off. No, I don't think I ever had a wart. But yeah, you are aware you can freeze warts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Same concept, no? I'm guessing a wart is less attached to your body than yeah, your nipple. Yeah, so if you touch it. Yeah, but it's I remember I fell in a cut and I swear to God the pain. But also that is a, a freezing over. spray. Yeah. This is deodorant. The Link's ice. I am sick of you debunking our facts. That was a good fact that came in with that. I found out how to take off a plaster properly. Ah, oh, boys. Wait. Come out, wait. Before we get into it, I had to say it because I swear to God, I haven't been right since. Harper had one on her knee, but she had to have a shower. I was like, I have to take that off before you get in the shower. And she's like, yeah, grand. And I was like, right, count the five. And I ripped her off on two. And I swear to God, boys, I seen a tear in her eye. And I, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not over it. Well, you'll never need to do that again, Calvin. Like, I literally went one, two, gone. You know what I mean? Don't let it build up into it. Just yeah. do it real quick. Oh, mate, she wasn't the better of it. No, I'm still not the better of it. Oh, no. back over it. Do you wet it first down? Because that's what I was thinking I should have done. You don't dampen it and then like let it peel a bit. Mm. Take ages, but like it's not painful. So say you have a plaster on your arm. Yeah. And it's going lengthways. Yeah. yeah. So instead of grabbing it from the bottom and pulling up, you go pull across. away or going from the top and pulling it down. You go from the top and you pull up. So you like stretch it and pop it off your arm. And it comes off with no pain. And I've done it. It works. But that's only on the skinny ones. Yeah, probably. Yeah. But still, it's still nice to know. It's very nice. To I'm sick of plaster spoils over the years. Do you ever get a blade needle in the arm, boys? And they fucking put a little bit of cotton in it. Yeah. And sellotape. <laughs> yeah. He sellotape it to your arm. Those hospital bandages, they take a week to get that stuff off your arm. Mate, it, literally, it's like a tattoo on you. Mm. And no matter how many times you shower, do you know what I had to do, boys? I, I don't even know what this piece of equipment is for. A little pink yoke I have. It's like a little scrubber thing. I don't even know what it's used for. But I had to scrub and scrub and scrub my arm. My arm was raw and red. It was nearly blistered trying to get the mark of the sellotape yoke off fucking killer do you want the next question go on bro yeah. Sam would like to know oh Sam sends uh, a message with this too she says Calvin I hope you enjoyed the wedding in Portugal just wanted to say thanks for taking the time to chat with me and pose for a photo I was conscious about hassling you but couldn't pass the opportunity to meet you Sam at the wedding apparently so I feel bad now I can't remember that um, so you've scared everyone from talking to him too I know. Shout out to Kerda and Owen whose wedding it was. Selfish. Um, I don't think Kerda or Owen even listen to the podcast, but I know there is a good few people at the wedding who do listen because I was chatting to them about it. 38 degrees at that wedding was, honestly. I was mad conscious. See, when I got there, I was like, I'm fucking sweating. In a tin of flu? No, I had a short and slacks on. Yeah, a tin of flu then? No, no, no. Basically, in no. that weather. Do you know why? Do you know why? Because when I got there, there was people in waistcoats and all. I was ah. like, mate, you, you, are you mad? Because I was mad paro 30. I was like, I'm sweating now. I'm going to look like a fucking tick. And then I turned the corner and seen everyone else. And I was like, I'm not, actually not too bad. There was young, let's say, soaking. Head to toe, just soaking. Yeah. Oh, mate. And so I was leaking sweating in Turkey, boys, with no T-shirt on. Short, short, oh, walking oh, out, dripping. Mate. Imagine going out in a short and slack. In that heat, no, I'd have been drowned. But come here, if you're getting married, don't get married in the height of summer in these countries, bleeding the end of June and all. No need, yeah. go and bleed in May when it's nice, 25 degrees, 20 degrees, lovely. But, anyways, what's Sam's uh, yeah, what's question? 
Sorry, Sam. Sam wants to know, would you rather be able to speak every language fluently or be a master of every musical instrument? The we done the language with, with animals, didn't speak we? Speak animals, yeah. That was I'd go languages. Oh, I, I did regret not learning. Just but a master of an instrument. I, I regret not learning a, an instrument. Every you know, when you were younger, and like, see when you're younger and you're like, someone was playing the guitar, you'd be like, look at that fucking idiot. But now, like, when you're a guy, so and someone pissed. takes a guitar out and you're like, oh, mate, play with the wall, you're back, aren't you? Yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> every instrument. Look, got a job out there. Got a job yeah. speaking every language as well. Be a one man band. Doing my translating for the UFC. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. He said shut your mouth Joe you know? <laughs> yeah. But what's the other jobs you can get with all the languages You know for the EU or the UN You know what it's Political and yeah, all Yeah Jamie Israel said you're a muppet <laughs> <laughs> Yeah nah well, You could be a spy Spy for who? For anyone you can speak every language Bro Will you stop? <laughs> Give her over I don't want to do that I do a podcast <laughs> mate I have a cushy <laughs> Why oh, don't want to go around spoiling on people and all? I might be a bit poxy though, because imagine you go to a foreign country and you're like sitting in the lift or something like that, and you can hear people talking, and you're like, oh, I don't want to know what they're saying. Like, you know what I mean? I don't give a bollocks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cunts coming on about that day, but you know what they're saying then. Whereas other times you're just like, right, what floor are these getting over? So you're yeah. taking the instruments? I'm taking instruments, yeah. I'll take the languages. Erica from Kilcock in Kildare says, I really enjoy listening to podcasts. She's a hairdresser in Kildare and she recently got onto the topic with a client of hers that the difference 20 minutes makes between Dublin and Kildare. So she says, the accent to people and the country ways, particularly the fashion. She was out in the pub and young fellas now older than 25 were all dressed in a shirt, jeans and brown boots yeah. or shoes. And ever since I noticed that, it's all I've noticed. I then went down to my local in Kilcock Lads are all dressed the same just for a night out. I hope the brown boots aren't making a comeback if they were ever in. What's your advice for young lads going on a night out to wear? If we said this would be cancelled. Yeah. We'd basically saying cultures, dressing like cultures, people look, look at that scumbag in Dublin gonna bat that tourist. This is a known thing. I don't know, it never went out of date. Yeah. If you go outside Dublin, you have to wear a check short, cross hat, wear the big beans, cross hat, yeah, and a brown winkle pickers are brown yeah. boots. That has never not been the case. Amy's brother prides himself on the many pairs of brown shoes he has. Do you know what I mean? But that's not even slagging. This is an observation. You go to a pub anywhere else out of Dublin, they all, majority of men, will have brown shoes or brown boots on. And a check short. And they'll be gargled at the yeah. drinking about 48 points yeah. at the bar. <laughs> it's only four o'clock. <laughs> I'm not going to be the one to say how I'm trying to give fashion sense to people. Do you know what I mean? I'm not that kind of podcast. Go on to Damien Broderick there, see what he says. Yeah. Colleague of yours now. Any further comment on Do you know what? Lads and kill there. A lot of people find it weird that we wear runners going out. I think give her a bash, lads. See what you think. Start wearing nice runners when you're going out instead of shoes. And we go from there. Evan wants to know if you could win one game show besides who wants to be a millionaire. Ah. What would it be? Dale and Odell. Quarter of a million. Is it just about the money? You're not going to need a quarter of a million, though. If you win it. No. What are you on about? The highest prize is a quarter of a million. Yeah, but you have to have that. Yeah, you so what I'm saying that. is I'd win at that. No, you have to have that one. You have to have the quarter of a million. Yeah, but yo. it says if you can win one. So you got to take the win. Yeah, let's say to win this, you have to yeah get the max. Because to win, if you win fucking 50p, do you get me? That's what I mean. You want, yeah, but like... Just you you want to win, like... When you turn down five grand and you walk away with a pound. Yeah, deal and out deal. And purely for financial gain. Like, I don't see... But what Like, what you're just going to play some game shows out there and the prize money is dirt. It's not worth it. You make more money if you just like went to work for an hour. Do you know what I'd love to do more than that in the world? 
the cube. That's quarter of a million as well, isn't it? Is it? Yeah. Oh, boys, that cube, yeah. I know on the telly that it always looks like it's going to be yeah. easy. And when you're in there, I'd say it's a nightmare. Yeah. So I reckon it'd be good, right? What's that one there? Uh, tipping point. Mother of God, mate. Never seen that. You have to answer the question, right? And it's like, do you, know them, do you ever see them things in the amusements where you put the coin in and it falls down and pushes all the other yeah. coins out? It's that. So every time you answer a question, right, you get a coin to put in and you have to get like, there's one coin down there and you have to get that one out and it's worth like 10 grand. But the effort you go through, Terrence, you have to answer about 50 questions to get that thing pushed over and you're not even guaranteed to get it. Like every coin that comes over, you get like 50 quid. So you could walk away with like four grand, but the most you can win is 10 grand. And the effort, mate, it's a shite one. Oh. I'd love to win the chase just for the thrill of it. But like if it was 50 grand or something. When you look up the order, you know what I mean? When you look up the list of the all-time top game show winning, these all seem to be in the US, which would make sense. But the people who've won them, like that's just the top five, they've all won it in different shows. Ken Jennings has won $5.3 million. He won 4.5 million on Jeopardy. He won half a million on Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? He won 100 grand on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? He won another 70 grand on Wheel of Fortune and a few others. Oh, really? So, so like they go they around do playing. The they do the circuit, yeah. I didn't know you were allowed to do that. Why are they fucking bringing them on? The cunt keeps winning. <laughs> yeah, valid point. I suppose if he won. Why are that show? He'd be good. Do you know what the best clip ever is? Your man getting to the million dollar question and using his lifeline to ring his dad to tell him that he's going to win the million. Okay. That's the best thing I've ever seen, boys. It's the greatest clip of all time. It is. Do you remember that one? Don't forget the lyrics. Shane Ritchie used to host it. Yeah. Lethal. I'd love a shot of that. Be lethal at that, Terry. Mm, right, Do you remember then. it? No, I never heard of it. So it's literally, you'd sing a song and then like halfway through the song they cut it out and they'd be like, right, what's the next five words? Yeah, no problem. Man. Yeah, blab, <laughs> you know what I mean? If it's ain't got to do with hip hop, it's done. And in general. But yeah, I'd love to win the chase just for the crack. I think that's fake. Like, 100% he has the answers under the table. <laughs> yeah. He knows it's going to be... Some answered. of them they'll be poxy though. Some of them they'll be like... In 1454... Before we had sunlight, before the universe existed, and everyone would be like, what does that question even mean? Yeah. Oh my God. And like the Bradley Walsh would be like, I haven't a clue what that means. And the person gets... Oh, the contestant will just guess. And the chase would be like, yeah, I've never seen a question like this. And they get right. Yeah, every time. What would you pick? Takeshi's Castle. Oh, no one has ever won that. No one has ever, What's ever, that? ever won that. So I'd like to win it. Have you ever seen anyone win it though? No. No one has ever won it. Owen. Can you Google that for me actually? What you is used it? to watch it? No, never it's heard Japanese, of it. isn't it? Yeah. The Japanese game show where uh, it's like that total wipeout. Have you used yeah. to watch that? It's yeah. like that, but 20 times better. Yeah. There were nine winners in total during ever? the run. That's not a lot, Owen. The idea was that it would be impossible. No, a live action Super Mario game. That's the most ridiculous yeah. challenges. Yeah. Like, oh, just nonsense. But like, it starts over 100 people, yeah? And you'd have to run and it'd be like a 10-foot wall. And like, obviously, you're not going to make up the wall, so I'd have to help you. And so they know, eventually, they're going to run out of people that they can get over the wall. So like, that 100 gets down to 80 then. And then another one would be, there'd be stones across this like pond. And you have to run, but one of the stones would be fake. <laughs> so people would be sprinting. They'd step on the stone would be fake, and then they'd bleed, and they'd break themselves on the next stone, you know what I mean? And then they go flying. <laughs> oh, and then ones uh, as well, where they'd be running, and they have to run through the doors, but one of the doors is fake, and they just run into the wall. What's the prize for it, Alan? What did you get? A million yen, which was the equivalent of about six grand. What? Yeah. Whoa, you get more on tip. There's points. been some... In Japan, there's some insane TV shows. Yeah. There was a fella who didn't know he was on a reality TV show and he was told he to win a prize, he had to lock himself in like his apartment 
for a year, I think it was, and he didn't know the rest of the country was watching him. And when he came out, yeah, he was the biggest celebrity in Japan, and he had no idea anyone had been watching him. It was a Japanese comedian, Tomoaki Hamatsu, and he was told he'd go in and live in this tiny apartment, totally secluded from the rest of the world. He knew it would be filmed, but he thought like they'll review it and they'll put might put together something when you've come out. He wasn't told it was going to be live. So he doesn't leave the apartment for a year? It lasted 15 months. So more than a year? And he was in the nip for the whole thing. And people used to watch that? It, it was became a, the most watched series in Japanese history. Every Sunday night, 17 million people would watch it. What? That's the maddest thing I've ever heard, boys. That's not real. Japanism real. That's the maddest thing. Think about that. Put a bloke in the nip. And people are going to watch it. And watch it. Like, they could see everything. Yeah, everything. I seen one... Tom Hankin and all. I seen one on Twitter. And it was, was this game show where the girl is Tom Hankin a fella and he has to try and answer questions. That's a good game. That's a good game. And that's why everyone's like, what's the story of these Japanese game shows? Back to, uh, yo, just a quick one for you, yeah? Did you ever see that Wipeout one, Calvin, yeah? Yeah. Did you ever see the part where... You have to run and jump on the cylinder house coming out of the water with the big balloons. And there's like four yeah. of them. You have to jump balloon, the balloon, the yeah. balloon, the balloon to the others. No one has ever done that. No one's ever completed that part in history. I haven't watched Total Boy Bell in ages. You need to watch Takeshi's Castle. Bro, I swear to God. That, it's yeah. lethal. That sounds good. It's lethal. Did you ever see the Truman Show? No. With Jim Curdy. He's an orphan. And the whole world is just watching him. He's in this town. It's on an island. And like growing up, they intentionally like, give him a traumatic event that his dad drowned. Yeah, so he's afraid of water. So he never try and leave. And I don't think there's an airport or something like that on the island either. Is that on? In the Truman nope. Show? He has to get the bridge or else sail. Oh yeah, and every time he goes to the bridge, it's broken or something yeah, like that, isn't it? Happening. Yeah, something's happening. Yeah, so every time he goes to go to the bridge, it's like under construction or some show. And is this real? No, it's the Truman Show. Like That's the name. And like oh. people are tuning in to watch it. Yeah, but he starts to notice things. And yeah, he cops on then that he's in a show and he has to try and get over then. Good film. I reckon it'd be good for you, Terry. I think you think you're in the Truman Show. That's what goes on in your head. I believe that. I reckon you'd be wanting down the road and then you'd be like, oh, there's cameras watching me now for the show. Better watch the <laughs> way I'm walking. In case the people in Japan don't like me. He <laughs> <laughs> oh, gets in the show on bleeding British women trunks and all, you know what I mean? I'm not having these people in bleeding Columbia watching me in the nip. <laughs> Right, so that's it. We're back with more Talking Bollocks, more bonus episodes. Tune in Thursday as well for the main episode. Take us out on. Boom! Subscribe to this podcast for free on the Go Loud app. What you waiting for? What you back in it? Just a little more. Oh, you waiting in it now? Fill your body again. Walk it hard and long. When you finish that. The Hip Knocker. Come down. Come down.